0: Ha doom dig dum dig dum dig dum dig The dig dum 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 dig dig dum dig dig Quantum dungeon. 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 Which the road leads home? They do not know, know. so they <laughs> will roll. They roll. roll. Roll those dice. They roll. Crit fail twice until them. the road leads
1: home. <laughs> they will roll. <laughs> roll, 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 By roll, 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 <laughs> roll, roll. <laughs> roll, roll. <laughs> quantum dungeon.
2: Welcome back to Quantum Dungeon, where the roles are real, but the science is made up. I'm Harrison Redward, your Dungeon Master. And with us always, we have our paper-cut compatriots, the non-librarians who are fairy-talian. It's bad, I know. That was a stretch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Adam Dunn. I'm playing Will Smythe. That's Smythe, dear, not Smith.
3: I'm Devin Redward, and I'm playing the character of Auntie Manina.
4: And I'm Zach Blaylock, and I'm playing Patricia Moynihan, and I'm an actor, darling.
2: So let's do a quick abstract of the last episode. Previously, you all entered the great library and explored its many aisles. You ran into the librarian Verdana, who mistook you for pages in training as she herded angry bookworms. Moving on, you arrived at the desolate information desk that appeared abandoned. Suddenly, you were beset upon by two books that formed into paper knights Arthur and Gawain. After trading a few brutal blows, Patricia managed to charm Arthur and de-escalate the situation. You then met Fontaine, the information page, who told you that a black scythe-wielding stranger had come seeking information and had been pursued by a team of librarians. You quickly stumbled upon the desecrated librarians in a scene of carnage. The librarian Calibri still barely clung to life. They warned that with the tools Langmore had stolen, he could cause irreparable damage should he reach a great thought and overpower Dewey Desmal. Calibri guided you to the fairy tale forest where you found Langmore had left a wall of chaos emitting from a series of storybooks. Calibri offered you the enter key to access a story and help guide the characters to fixing their story as you are whipped away into a flurry of pages into the book The Master Mirror.
4: Um I'm still not I'll say Zach is still not sold on Dewey Decimal, but like enter key, like like on a keyboard, very good. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Uh, like I know, there's like a shit-eating grin uh, after every noun in your sentences that follow. So, like, <sighs> I like making things. Yeah, he likes making things. You heard it here, folks.
2: You heard it here first. I like making things. All right. So, as the flurry of paper clears, you find yourselves on a dusty village path that seems to run behind some houses. The sky is overcast, and it appears as though you've arrived in the late afternoon. The air around you is eerily quiet. And between the two small houses you're behind, you can see what appears to be a main cobblestone road of the
3: village you're within. What kind of a village is this? I mean, what is this a current year or is this like 1200s, 1300s? Yeah. yeah, what are the are there like houses or anything that we can
4: see? Is
2: it the 1980s? Uh, so the villages all appear to be like uh, pretty simple construction you know, like maybe a bit of mud and wood combination to like keep them up, but the windows are like that thick bottle glass. Uh, The road is very like kind of beaten up cobblestone, so it looks like it's well-traveled, but the village itself seems to only have about uh, eight or nine homes that are visible. There's a couple stores, uh, but it looks like there's many paths leading off of the main road, which you suspect probably lead to like farms and things like that, that it's this village is like just a handful of people live in town.
3: So could so could be Soviet Russia.
2: <laughs> Marina, you're home. It feels like Is Soviet Marina Russia aware of life? a story, the Master Mirror in Soviet Russia?
3: Can I do a history check?
2: Sure. It was called something different.
3: No, I don't. I'm also stupid, so this is going to be a great role.
4: You're not. Don't say that about yourself.
3: Uh, that would be in 18 for history, uh, plus zero.
2: I mean, it's really a question of, do you remember a book called Master Mir as a child? Is there some Russian tale? <clears throat>
3: um, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Duh. Duh.
2: Okay, well, good. At least she knows. <laughs> She's oh, yeah. I don't know if you wanted to carry that anywhere, but all right. No, didn't it see. It's
3: a story from my village. <laughs> a very about harrowing a master. Tale. A master of mirrors. Oh, wow. sounds
2: exciting. Mm-hmm. Powerful.
4: Um I, I, I d- my initial question, are we still wearing the same outfits as we were as uh pages,
0: new pages? Yes,
2: you're still in like leather dusters. Love it. Uh so we All just... for the
0: most part walked through this and now we're here
2: yeah you a a whirlwind of pages like flurried around you and now you've been deposited behind in this back alley
4: we kind of look like the we kind of look like the american auras from the fantastic beasts movies We look like the auras great yeah
2: yeah i'd say like that age of like timeline from fantastic beasts era clothing um, but, you know, like, there's a cracked wagon wheel in the back. There's some boxes stacked around that look, like, pretty worse for wear. But it's just, like, a back store area. You're just back behind some houses. Are there any any people around? You can't see any people here. If you go to the main street, maybe you could catch, like, someone. But from this thing, you're just kind of hanging out. And, again, it just looks like a village. Yeah. I mean, just, like, if you... I, honestly, you'd probably think to yourself, a picturesque storybook village, a
4: storybook village. You would say, so <laughs> we would, <laughs> would probably, probably think that
2: storybook. Yeah, it, it's reminiscent of. I probably uh, thought to myself, very reminiscent of uh maybe the opening number of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Quiet women. laughs> but there's no one selling eggs, <laughs> yeah, because uh, they're too expensive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Soviet Russia. There must be more than this provincial life, though. There must be more than this provincial life. Must be. We have egg powder.
4: Fun fact, Patricia actually was in Beauty and the Beast at a children's theater. Was she the wardrobe? <laughs> she played Harrison. I'm so glad you absolutely thought she played the wardrobe.
2: I'm not even surprised. <laughs> I would put that as Patricia 100%. <laughs> I,
4: I'm
2: trying to think if she... Yeah, she's probably the wardrobe. That makes sense. It's the most It's the locked-on one. What's her name? Madame, was... de la de la oh Grand yep, Madame de la Grambouche. de uh, la Grambouche. Yep, Madame de la So anyway, do you guys want to go anywhere? What do you want to do? I want to go in, like, the back door of somebody's house. Just from my video game. You approach the back door to the home, but you notice that the windows are, like, boarded up, and the back door <laughs> appears to also be, like, secured, unknown if it's from the end. In- like, it is bu- jammed in some way. Okay. But the house there's like a from the cracks that you can see between the boards. The house has like a thick layer of dust over all the belongings inside. It appears as no one's been there for some time.
4: Uh, Calibri did not
2: uh, uh, join us, did did they? No, they are resting outside the story. Okay,
4: yeah, uh, c- c- have, Maybe we should have a look around.
3: A we need to, to find you. somebody to see if. Anyone has seen somebody who looks like Langmore, who has come to this world?
4: Yeah, a, a scythe wielding being, I suppose. Psychopath. Yeah, P- might stand out in a quaint provincial town like this.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
4: Patricia starts walking yep. towards the main road, seeing no signs of life
3: nearby. We walk.
2: Yeah, so you guys head up to the main road. Uh, as I said, there's maybe nine, you know, small houses uh, in this area. Each has like You know, some little side roads going behind them. Uh, You see that there's many paths that branch off, probably leading out to farms and things like that. Some paths leading into a nearby forest. Uh, There's a few carts that sit horseless in front of a few of the homes. Uh, A few leaves drift lazily across the empty street. The homes have pale white curtains pulled shut and doors shut tight. At the end of the street, you see that there's a tavern. Uh, the door is hanging open, and a lantern flickers behind below a sign. The sign reads "The Owl's Nest Tavern," and there's a general store that is named "Hi Ho Mining and Biddle's General Store." Uh, the lantern is not burning, but the door is ajar.
3: The Mine door happened. is ajar. I thought you said the door was a door. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for today. Thanks, wow. guys. Hey, uh,
2: great, great ha- everybody. Thank you for that. Uh, so,
3: yeah, that's what you see. The, uh, the <laughs> houses, these are all, these houses look like nobody is here. This is true?
2: That's what it appears as. From a general, I mean, you can do a perception check to look more detailed at the houses, but from a general mm. understanding, it feels that it's there's nobody around.
0: All right, well, I got a nat, nat 20 in my perception
2: like check to look around. A nat 20. Yeah, there's definitely no one, and you notice, like, The carts show some, like some a that they've not moved for some time. Like there's dust building up around the cart wheels. Uh, It appears that it's been maybe not like years or months, but it's been you know a couple of days since these carts last moved. Hey guys,
0: it looks like it's maybe not been years or months, but it's been a couple of days since these carts last moved.
3: Mm. Ah, a couple of days. Incredible insight. I know. It's like someone
0: spoke it right to me. Can I go over to the Hi Ho store because it looks like the lantern was all not lit? Which to correct? Me the lantern is not seem, lit.
2: Seems kind of ominous. But the door is ajar. Uh Marina's headed to the tavern to get a drink. Okay, so you're going to go to the tavern, and Smythe is headed towards the general store. They're next door to each other. We're walking down the road together. Okay, okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, Patricia, where would you like to go? <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to check on. Each nine
4: of the houses with that are boarded up and closed down. Now, um, I'll join Marina on the way to the bar. That seems like a you know a centralized location for.
0: Well, one of you grab me a gin.
2: Nah, no. All right, so we'll follow. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. We'll follow. The camera will pan to Smythe first. Uh, so Smythe, you step onto like the front porch of this general store, and the you know the wood underfoot creeks. And, uh, you know, again, the door is slightly ajar. No lights are lit inside. The thick uh, soda bottle glass is, uh, you know, you can peer through, but you don't see any movement. It's dark. Uh, But when you peek your head in, it appears as though the store is abandoned. The shelves are empty of food, except for there is a, a a display of apples, but they've all rotted from however long they've been sitting there. Uh, flies buzz all around the rotted display, and then you see on like the other half of the store, there's mining equipment. Uh, there's a thin layer of dust over most of the mining equipment, and it just appears as no one's been here for some time. What kind
0: of mining equipment is there?
2: Uh, there's like pickaxes, ropes, uh, lanterns, oil cans, and it appears as though ma- there's some locked cabinets that probably hold the more dangerous elements. Alright, well, am I able to
0: Take any, I mean, is there? Can I do an investigation check to make sure there's nobody here, like hiding in the shadows? Yep, go for it. All right, eleven. Sorry, is that is that investigation or is that?
2: Uh, yeah, we'll do investigation. Okay, a thirteen, a thirteen. Uh, you like kind of are Scooby Dooing through the area, uh, and nothing seems to stand out that uh, appears to. Uh, jump out at you as though there's anyone there, okay, I would like to take three pickaxes, three pickaxes
0: and three links of rope.
2: okay, I just so feel as you like reach it so as you reach to grab the pickaxe, you at the last second realize that the pickaxe you're grabbing has no dust on it at all. And you hear a roar from the aisle next to you of someone saying, get away from that. And he charges you. A shadow, a lumbering shadow <gasps> charges out of the aisle to tackle you. So give me a, a dexterity check with oh, disadvantage.
0: Because okay. okay. he, he caught me off guard. All right.
2: mm-hmm. uh, 15 and a 9. Okay, with the nine, you're going to fail. Great. The 15 would have passed. Uh, so a burly, short man slams into you, knocking you over. You're going to take a little damage from the tackle. Ooh. Dealing four damage. Are we still at the same uh, as he, HP as we were when we... Okay, cool. Yep. So he deals four damage as he tackles you, and he says, Who the hell are you? Get Let me see your eyes! And he slams your head against the ground, and he tries to pry your eyes open as he struggles with it. I open my eyes, just... I give in to him. I'm... I mean no harm, is what I yell. Uh, Okay. In the midst of this Uh, chaos, and he he this so describing him, even though it's a dark, dimly lit, uh, it's a bearded man. He seems he appears to be quite short. Uh, He's quite burly and stocky. Uh, He's you know wearing a leather tunic uh, with a green hat that he wears. Uh, It's like a wool cap, Uh, and he's just like a beefy looking guy, but he like looks at your eyes and he shoves you back and he's like climbs to his feet. He's like, what the hell do you think you're doing in here? I'm so sorry.
0: I didn't realize anyone was here. I it looked abandoned. I thought that this was just up for grabs. The we're lights off.
2: Why do you think this store is open? What are you trying to do? you a thief. You one of those scavengers?
0: No, we were, we were just here to help the town. Who's we? Who's your, my who are you? They're
2: in the bar next door. And I who do you work away. for? I can, I run away. <laughs> No, he's not going to let you <laughs> run away. He's got, like, hold of you. He's shaking you a little bit. He's strong. You could try and break from his grip, but he says, who are you? My name is Smythe.
0: My name is Smythe. What are we, you doing here? I was looking for supplies. Why? Because we are here to help. Do we, you work for him? Who? No, we're here against him. Is it the man in black The with the scythe arms? I don't know who you're talking about. Never mind. Mirror man. Mirror man. Then I think we have a misunderstanding. We're after different
2: people. Can I go? Uh. He's like, just hold on. Okay. Kind of. Stay right there. And he picks up his. He grabs his pickaxe angrily.
0: Marina. And he kind
2: of trumps around. He says, "This is my brother's shop. You can't just go." sneaking around my brother's shop you could be a thief i'm I'm, ma- I'm making sure it's all locked up where's your brother why is he not running a shop where have you been how do you not know
0: we just arrived we were chasing somebody where are your friends
2: they stopped for a drink it's been a long journey oh, they're probably in a bigger pickle than i you are oh dear well uh well let's you seem that you're not a robber, I'm, and it appears that you're not very good on your feet. So I think I could take you.
0: I apps, yes i <laughs> I am not. I'm a.
2: <laughs> I'm a robber. I'm not a thief. Well, I trust. Uh, you, if you don't even know who I'm talking about, then you likely aren't working for him. Yes, we are not. We are
0: not here under ill intention.
2: Well, let's go grab your friends and I'll, uh, I need a drink anyway. You can buy me a drink for I'll, the trouble you caused Hey, me. I'll buy you a whole bottle. Let's oh, go. thank you. <laughs> it's a mug. I don't know what you're talking about. I, okay. Uh, and he slams the door to the, he leads you out with this, bumps you with his pickaxe along and he slams the door to the bar. And so then let's just talk about what happens while you guys are in the bar alone.
4: Uh. He closes the door to the convenience. Oh, store. he
2: closes the door to the general store. Yeah, yeah, the the general store. So over at the bar, Marina and uh, Patricia, you bump the door open, or you you know slide the door open, and you walk in. Uh, there are a so again the porch is a little creaky as you step through the door. You walk in, and there's a fire crackling in a hearth next to the bar. A tired uh, looking woman stands drying mugs with an old towel. There's a few tables that have four seats each, and there are five booths along the walls. The walls have like that same bottle glass. Uh, four seats are uh, vacant at the bar. One is taken by a man who's staring into his mug. Uh, at one of the tables, there's four individuals who sit in leather armor with cloaks, and they have their hoods up. Uh, you can tell that they've been eating some food, and they're sitting at their table with some partially eaten plates and a few of partially full mugs of ale. Sword scabbards hang from their side, and they and two of them have large crossbows while the others have bows uh, and they're kind of just sitting quietly amongst themselves talking. uh but yeah, so you see a woman at the bar, she seems to be the bartender, and then there is a man sitting at the uh at the
3: bar as well. I'm gonna walk <clears throat> I'm gonna head up to the bar and try to catch this barmaids attention okay you don't
2: have to try very hard she, there's no one there <laughs>
4: there's only, <laughs> so there's she, five other people you're one of
2: five customers and she uh says oh 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 evening love uh, what can i do for you
3: two things first i would like a drink of honestly whatever you have it doesn't matter at this point and then second i would like to know if you have a jukebox i would like to put on some black eyed peas please
2: she says, um, well, I can help you with the first one there. We we have a honey wheat ale available, but and we have some potato soup. I don't quite understand the juke books. We have black-eyed uh, peas
3: growing out back.
2: Yeah, w- our, uh, we don't have those vegetables in stock, but we have potato soup.
3: Honestly, you know what? I will have just the ale. The soup sounds tasty, but maybe next time. Of course, I'll, I'll get that right with you and and you, ma'am, uh, over there.
4: Make that two,
2: please. Oh, of I don't course. Know what that accent was. Cheers. You inhabit the character. <laughs> Cheers. Well uh, and she goes. She grabs two uh, two mugs and walks out back to the little cask and starts filling them. Uh, do you guys sit at the bar?
3: Um. Sh- sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's,
4: let's you just want to grab a seat here, Marina.
3: Da. This sounds nice.
2: Okay, so as you sit, um, she brings back your things. She says, "I'm Sylvie. Let me know anything else I can do for you, and uh, enjoy. If you want some of that potato soup, I'm, I can whip get a batch whipped up for you from the kitchen."
4: Um, Sylvie, I I do have a question for you. Uh, if if you don't mind hanging around for just for another moment,
2: oh, certainly. What can I do?
4: Um, what? Well, what is going on in this town? We are, you know, travelers, not from around here. Just making our way through and. Notice that this seems to be the only location with any amount of, you know, liveliness to it, and even so, it's not much. No offense. Um,
2: they they're just they're just off uh, assisting at the castle. Uh,
4: the castle? There's a castle nearby. Uh, yep. Uh, what are well? What are they doing at the? Ca- what's going on at the castle?
2: Oh, you know, uh, they're just help having out. And she kinda cuts it short and she says, Oh, I got another customer's flagging me down. I'll be back. She kinda walks off. Oh, rude. Very rude.
4: <laughs> okay, thank you.
2: Um
4: Marina, what do you what do you think? There's something well, going on in the castle? Did we see a castle? Something is
3: happening it, something is happening at the castle to cause her to be so rude. I it, I admit no offense by what I
4: said. I like but there's only Aside from us, there's and herself. There's only five other people in here.
3: Well, there must be something very, very. I mean, we can try asking something, somebody else, some more information. But it sounds like maybe the castle is a hot topic.
4: At at this point, do we hear like the scuffle happening?
3: Or, you th- maybe or, hear
2: like you may hear just like a, poof, you know, like a slap and a Nothing to. <laughs> but you do. I, I'll say it had. It's enough to make you turn your head and. Uh, Marina, I'll say you're sitting next to the other man at the bar. And uh you just catch him going like...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like looking down into his drink, just...
1: <laughs> hello? Like
2: giggling into himself. Hello? He says, He's oh, strong. Hi. He, he doesn't look to you, but he just whispers kind of... Oh, hello. You're you wondering about the castle, huh?
3: Um... Perhaps it seems like there is something to do at the castle, or something interesting that is happening. Oh, I know where they are. They're they're going to see the light. <laughs> Who the... is they? What is the light?
2: Yes, what is the light? Why are you so crazy? All the villagers here. They're they're gonna go see the light. They're gonna he's gonna wake them up. He's gonna wake them all up. Ha- have you seen the li- the light, sir? And uh, give me a perception
3: check, both of you. Seventeen. Ten plus seven. Jesus. Uh nine.
2: <laughs> uh Marina, you catch he darts his eyes towards you and his eyes are just mirrors. Like they are just they look like an like if you if your eye was just filled with like a mirror, basically and they're uh, like chrome basically chrome eyes basically uh, you and he sp- looks at you and he goes and then he looks back real quick and he says oh i,
1: I did it's
2: i've
3: seen you it all you sprayed spray paint in your eyes is what it seems like you've done it's what is that i don't never heard of that I've, or maybe there is glass in your the, eye
2: the master mirror he, he gave me his gift he's a,
3: a gift of spray paint I Hear don't eyes I, I
4: can't imagine it was spray paint marina cuz I feel like that would have done a lot more damage so, uh, 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 so what is your name
2: I have no need for one
4: he's seen me in the light okay excellent um mm-hmm. he says
2: <laughs> well friend he says he'll he'll come for you too soon oh. and he
3: sits back and starts sipping his drink oh he will giggling well, to himself <laughs> um he is not going to put spray any spray paint in my eyes. I'm telling you that for sure.
4: He certainly will not, Marina. I, we'll we'll make sure of it. Um,
2: is he like not going to be answering any more of our questions? Sort
4: of. Situation? I mean,
3: you can talk to him, but
2: yeah, you can talk to him more. But uh, we'll say before, as you're getting ready to talk to him again, the door swings open, uh, and Smythe walks in, maybe looking a little dusted up, with a dwarf who has a pickaxe on his shoulder. Uh, tromping him behind him, uh, and the dwarf says, Sylvie, a couple of those ales from m- me and my lad, he's buying. And uh, he goes and sits in one of the booths and he motions to smite. And I he motions across the <laughs> oh, booth gotcha. From him. I was like, I don't have any
0: coins to pay for this, we'll deal with that later. Um, I sit down,
3: hey, Marina, Patty, come join us. Okay, I'm, I'm going to excuse myself from the situation that I am. Excuse me, sir. I'm, it was a pleasure to talk to you, but I'm going to yeah, don't now bring your go friend speak with to somebody else.
2: He says,
1: keep yourself in, keep yourself in the light. <laughs> is that mm-hmm. spray paint mm-hmm. don't in Don't
3: spray eyes? paint your eyes. It's bad. Just life oh, advice. Dear. It seems an like a fortunate accident. Yeah.
4: Um, I, I, yeah, I just pat him on the back and say, yes, be one with the light. And then I make my way over to Smythe. And as I do, I say, it's Patricia, and I put out my hand to uh, shake hands with sorry the, uh, the I dwarf lost man. myself.
2: Uh, he holds out like a rough and, uh, you know a, a work like he's been doing a lot of work, manual labor, uh, but he holds out a here and he says, "Gerald," and he says, this, one, this guy one of yours. We are, in fact all each others. this uh troublemaker.
4: Uh, we are the compatriots. We are just,
0: yeah, not the compatriots, just compatriots. Playing
2: in the background. I don't know. We have some friends. We have found each other. He uh, tells me you're not from around here. He doesn't seem to know what's uh, going on. We, hey, no. this is an I, well, I
0: went into his store looking for supplies to, you know, in case we encountered Lane Moore. It seemed abandoned. I'm sorry for assuming that. It's not his store. It's his brother's store. Um, his brother is not dead, but no longer with us. He's taking care of his store, and we're not after Langmore. Oh, uh, that's not... Okay, that, stop that, me right that, here. Let me stop you right <laughs> okay, there. Okay, we won't talk about that.
2: This isn't about my brother. Uh, you guys seem strange. I figured I'd find out what you you're we doing we were
0: looking, here. we were chasing someone. His name is Langmore. He's a thing of the ink? Was a human. He's now a creature taken over by darkness, it seems. He's got scythe arms. We're not... Entirely sure of the situation, but he's dangerous, and we thought he came
3: through here. Has, some,
4: mm. has something recently come through your village to affect it in any sort of negative way?
3: What is happening at the castle? Also,
4: uh, also what is going on at the castle? There's we spoke a castle? to that young man at the bar just a, just a moment castle. ago.
2: Oh, Allegedly. He's, uh, he, he, he says,
3: wait, the man at, what's wrong with the man at the bar?
2: Um, he
4: has
3: eyes that are chrome, like spray paint. He was laughing at his potato soup. <laughs> what is chrome? Which is What's not that funny. Mean? The soup is nothing. What is this spray paint?
2: What What are you saying? His Did eyes he have mirror eyes? eyes? Uh, he, da. This is you could say these. He says, "Shit, there's a mirror in here." Okay, we can't we can't talk about any of this here. Did you talk to him? He doesn't. You didn't
3: talk to him, right? Oh wait, talked to me. Oh dear. Yeah,
4: we spoke with it was him. very
3: uncomfortable. He was too close. He's in my space zone. Uh, Sylvie comes by and
2: drops off four ales for you all. No. And says, uh, "Anything else?"
3: Uh could I have a refill please? Mine is empty. I've already <laughs> finished mine I I have another beer please that <sighs> be. Uh she says, "Oh. Oh yeah, that was f- real quick.
2: Um I'll, I'll I'm, get I'm that I'll get that for you. Uh these very your friends? Tasty. Uh, Gerald, and everyone, give me a perception check. Seventeen
3: plus plus two, 19.
2: That is a four for Patricia.
3: That is a thirteen plus seven, a twenty for. I lied. Seventeen,
2: Marina and Smythe. You noticed that Gerald looks into uh looks into Sylvie's eyes, and you can see that Sylvie has like fear in her eyes as she's in shaking a little bit as she's handing the mugs and Gerald is kind of giving her a like, don't don't do it. And Sylvie, he says they're cousins of mine, Sylvie, and they're fine. It's okay. We're just going to have one ale and we're going to leave. And she says, all right, one or uh, I'll go get your tab. And she walks away. Cousin. and
4: Excuse me, Joe. Cousins of yours? Were you implying that we were cousins of yours?
3: What is I going on?
2: I gotta say something. We, are we safe uh, here? Do we need yeah, to leave? Yes, you do. We're definitely not safe here, but we can't make too much of uh-huh. a show of it. You see those guys at the table? Of course. Four. don't don't everybody look at once, and we all turn. So our, we Huntsman. all turn our heads at the same time. They all turn. <laughs> <laughs> <out> <laughs> there's <laughs> a quick yeah. There's a quick beat of all three of us. <laughs> those are huntsmen. They're not any good. They work for the mass. Well, I'm not gonna say his name here, but oh. uh, let me just say he's got eyes and ears all over the place, and if there's a mirrored at the bar, then he uh, he's definitely got some trouble in here. So let's just drink these quick. Let's hope that's all we have to deal with, and let's get out of here, okay?
4: Uh, uh, Gerald, Gerald. We'll talk
2: outside the bar about that. Okay. What else do you need to know that doesn't have to do with a castle? <laughs> uh, Is there a queen? I whisper. Is there a royal family <laughs> that has to do with the castle? Did you not just hear? Not what necessarily. I said?
1: <laughs>
2: that's the one rule of what you can't talk about. And uh, <laughs> you see that as you're as he's kind of leaning in, the huntsmen get up and leave. Okay, they breathe a sigh of relief, uh, but they they leave the bar, like they're out of they're they out leave of, the bar. Yeah.
0: Does do they pay? Like, that's kind of rude. I mean, hey, uh, they left. Yeah, they left rude. money <laughs> on their table. I take, the I take judgment, the money. We're about to have to do that.
2: You can
3: take the money from their table. Table. yeah there we go.
0: put it on our table. our tap is paid. uh they <laughs> left without our paying. Our uh, we saw <laughs> them. so
3: there's no money. There's no money. look uh yeah what? Um, <laughs> does the
2: mirrored at the bar do anything when they get up and leave? Uh no, he's still just staring into his drink, just uh shaking a little bit because he's Loving probably still giggling to suit. himself.
4: <laughs> I did roll um an unnatural twenty to take the money from theirs and then put it on our table. To pay for okay. our drinks, oh,
2: uh, I'll say. Let me do it for seven. That seems for that seems like very. She's got not disadvantaged because she's cleaning glasses. She doesn't notice, and the mirrored man doesn't pay attention. Let me see if Gerald notices. Uh, what was yours? Natural twenty or an,
4: an unnatural twenty?
2: Uh He got a seventeen, so he's too focused on his ale to notice you slip some I, money.
4: And I, Zach immediately feels guilty.
2: Like <laughs> I feel. He s- says. Well, it's nice of you to uh, cover my tab, <laughs>
4: uh, Zach the Human. I, <laughs> is I feel ashamed. I feel so bad.
0: <laughs>
4: I, I, I'm already so uncomfortable. Um, of course, Gerald. Thank you for extending your hospitality. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks for
2: welcoming me to your brother's shop. And uh, he says, "All right, let's uh, finish these up and get out of here." I it, uh, think.
4: Are we okay? Be... Sorry.
2: No, you t- you go ahead. No, no, John, I've already
0: poured ahead, my beer into Marina's be cup it. again. So this is my
2: beer. I don't want. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't even impact her constitution like a horse. You know, uh, in
3: in Russia, the, the beer is considered not an alcohol.
2: I mean, the alcohol content of this ale is probably like nothing compared to what uh, she has. Also, so.
4: horses very well known for their high constitution.
2: High constitution. <laughs> uh... So he says, "I don't want to cause, I don't want Sylvie to have to put herself in a position of anything worse than could happen." And honestly, you don't know who's listening. Um. Uh,
4: well, Gerald, I just my last question: uh, If we are about to depart, are we okay to leave Sylvie alone with this person at the bar?
2: Yeah. I mean, we'd be in more trouble if we tried to stop that guy.
4: Oh. Okay. Well, you know. I just just wanted to be sure, I suppose.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll explain more outside. It's I still better that we standing leave. up. Okay. So you guys finish uh drinking. Yeah. I'm standing right? up. I'm- uh you you finish your ales and um Gerald yep, so Gerald is says uh let's just uh, go talk outside. We'll leave this money and um yeah, I don't want to cause any trouble for Sylvie. So let's before go. I leave though I Push all the glasses together into a clump so she can just pick it up,
0: pick all the steins up with her hand, just helping her out.
4: Do I have any? I definitely have money on my person from America, right?
2: Yeah, and I'll say any money that you, we'll say you all have like $50 and it all (laughs) translates into the money of the location. Okay. So whenever you travel anywhere, it's like the quantum effect. Well, you have the like, fifty dollars the money. For this, so.
4: Okay, I already had some like loose, lo- some loose money in my purse. Oh yeah, well, there.
2: Yeah. Uh, so you depart the the tavern, uh, and you see that there's like a small table set up outside on like the porch of this tavern, and Marina will say you come out last,
3: and give me a. A perception check. That's in 11 plus 7,
2: 18. Marina, you hear like the slightest sound of like a skittering. But then when you turn back after like stepping down off the porch, you see that there's a mug sitting on the table. But it was empty before. What table? On the table that was on the porch, like one of the outside tables.
3: Oh, so there's like a lot of tables.
2: Yeah, but there's a, a couple tables on the porch. And you see it now, a table that was once empty now has a mug on
3: it. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, there is maybe a magical mug over here that is appearing on this table. Gerald looks back and says, what do you mean? Uh, well, there was an empty table, and now there is a table with a mug that was not there previously.
2: You see Gerald tightens his hand hands on his pickaxe, and he says, you're confident that mug wasn't there before.
3: Da, I mean, I've had a few drinks, but this is nothing for me.
2: Can I... I Can I go just knock the mug off the table? Well, you move to go, and he says, stand back. And he grips his... uh, the handles of his pickaxe, and he turns, and with one swift move, and he spins and smacks at it. And then we give him advantage. And then his damage. Uh, boom, boom, ooh, Okay, very good damage. Uh, He spins on his heels and smashes his pickaxe into it. And you see, like, for an instant, the thing splits into pieces of, like, a spider. The mug itself turns into, like, a construct spider. And it, like, hisses as he smashes his pickaxe into it, and it shatters into pieces. But it, like... Uh... Gerald, yeah, Gerald, What was that? We gotta go. Come on. There will be more. Yeah. And you hear like some crashing in the bar, and he says, "Let's go, let's go, let's go." And he runs down the street. I, I run. So we just followed.
0: I mean, he's running. I'm.
3: Go-
2: I'm gone.
0: I'm behind him. I went
3: around as well.
0: I've also m- morphed my malorfa metal into just a sword.
2: And he, uh, he says, we well, we'll, we'll. I'll tell you everything. We just got to get away from this area." <laughs> um. And he. I, I'll take out my rapier,
4: comma, wit, the name of my rapier. <laughs>
2: uh, so as you like, we'll say, you know, he got, since he knocked it out with one hit, uh, you got a a bit of a head start. You loop around one of the houses and he, you, as you look back, you see walking out of the bar uh, is a bar stool that is standing on its hind legs and it's, and it's like legs, you know like the four legs of a bar stool have split and become like articulated like arms uh, and it has like nails sticking out of the end of the bar stool legs that have now become its arms and it is like moving about like it's looking for you but it doesn't it doesn't Yeesh, seem to like notice it, you Yeesh. the Guillermo del toro it creature it is like fantasia yeah like the brooms that come to life but it is a bar stool and you see a couple of the the mug spiders like skittering around like the porch area looking around uh and Gerald's like peering back and he says I th- I think we're okay.
3: I it think we seems like Clearly is probably not okay.
2: Uh they, they won't, she had nothing to do with it. I don't they shouldn't hurt
3: her. But they will hurt us for some reason.
2: Bad guys with the more. Well, they probably more want to take you in to the castle. Jill, I'm going to need to okay. explain some more things mm-hmm. about what's going okay. on here.
4: You just smashed a, a, a mug and turned it into spiders. There's a bar still chasing after us, and there's some elusive castle that you will not tell us about.
2: Yeah, okay. We'll talk now. Yeah, we don't talk uh, about the castle. Let's, Spill it. I, my house is out in the speckled forest. Uh, we'll walk our way there, but I'll tell you along the way. Okay? Will we run our way there? I think we're uh, right far enough away. These things aren't is, too quick.
3: Maybe more of a walk.
2: And he says, okay... So you know nothing about the queen, the evil queen, the new queen, Again, the ceremony?
0: N- nothing at all. Nope. Is that two different
2: people? We, we
0: made
4: our way here from out west, I guess. I will say arbitrarily, technically. I guess
2: that explains your strange clothing. I've n- never seen anyone with shirts like that. But okay. I think this so, is a lovely blouse a fresh, you you need to know everything. So, there, a long time ago, we used to be ruled by this real evil queen. She was a nasty old, nasty woman. I wouldn't say old, but, uh, over time, you know, she had a daughter, stepdaughter. She, the stepdaughter was the true heir, overthrew the queen, um, you know, tale as old as time. Uh, but, it ended up that, we had, you know, the new queen had been held in the dungeons as the new queen and king were establishing their rule. Well, the day of their wedding, some mysterious stranger, a lot like all of you, uh, dressed actually similar to all of you, uh, came to deliver a gift. I was one of the wedding party, and it was this beautiful, stunning red rose that floated in a glass case. It was like magic, like a, this magical item. And uh, that stranger claimed that it would bring blessings and good luck to all that had it. Uh, And then he left. But that night, this mysterious master mirror appeared. And suddenly, all the objects in the castle came to life. And she commanded them, like lifeless warriors, to aid him in taking over the castle. And any human living thing that he infected with his mirror powers well, now we call them mirrored uh they get those glassy eyes and they do whatever he says and they become you know parrots for him he he, he hears everything they hear uh he banished the evil queen uh, last i heard she's been out hiding in the speckled forest somewhere and he, apparently he took the new queen for his bride and god only knows what happened to the the prince <sighs> um that's it i mean <laughs>
3: she yells at him that's it
2: i mean that's the best <laughs> I know me and my my brothers. No communism tried to, What's that?
3: No communism. This is the worst <laughs> you've got out here.
2: Me and my brothers tried to rescue her and tried to fight him off, but well I'm I'm the only one left. So
0: it just seems to be contained to the and I look around and I go, Castle.
2: Well, the castle uh, is where the Master Mirror lives now. He's like it's the castle a, in the bar, clearly. It's been, you'd think it's been years, but it's only been a month or two since uh, this all went down. But that Mere Master didn't pull any punches with taking over almost everybody in the world, or in the town, in the city nearby, in the city of the castle. And he's, his scouts are these objects. He can send, They can look like anything. Any regular piece of furniture could be one of the Mere Master's spies. Yeesh. Is your house secure? Yeah, all of our furniture is carved from the wood of the tree that it's built into, so nothing there. I would know if something was out of place.
4: Is there a way of knowing if an object is controlled by the mirror master?
2: Master mirror, excuse me. Pretty difficult. Generally, as long as it's not out trying to murder you and broken into a creature like you saw back there, uh, it generally looks... Just like a normal piece, but i it a lot comes down to knowing what you have on you. you know if you suddenly have more say bags than you had before, you can suspect something may be up, but it it's a lot on re- memory and remembering what was where
3: who could it is impossible to I tell how many bags five. a person has? I have a very wildly Imagine. different changing number of bags at any given moment
4: also excellent for Zach with his exceptionally bad memory of (laughs)
3: figs yes
4: good thing i have a character sheet where i wrote
2: down most of my stuff yes yeah Uh, if you have a new thing that shows up in your person you may want to distance yourself from it do you know
4: what became of the individual the the stranger that looked like us since you you said you were at the wedding party do you you said you didn't know who this this person was right
2: i didn't see him at the actual ceremony after the gift giving ceremony so as far as i know he left
0: do you know what he looked like besides just wearing what we were wearing?
2: Uh, short brown hair, glasses. Uh, uh, then just kind of looked like a normal guy, tall. Can I do a history check to see if that looked like
0: if that was Langmore?
2: I mean, you know, Langmore wears glasses. <laughs> I don't remember. And has he might have gotten LASIK?
0: Hair. He was he was an ink monster. The last time I saw him, also
4: yeah. We the we were in the lab five days ago. Yes, there's one. I just wanted to point that out. It was
0: five days. Time we is. We were in the lab. Five time is days so ago. fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm recording this it's for been two, two years. Two years.
2: <laughs> it
0: took us two years to go five days,
2: uh, and six months go by after you arrive here with Gerald, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: We Just sleep in Gerald. Holmes. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, that
4: earlier. I was like, hold on a second. We were in St. Louis for three Jerry. days. It's we're in, in between for like two days.
2: Uh, he says, so that's what I know. As you guys have been walking for some time through a woods uh, along a path, and you, he says, uh, well, here's my home. And he, you turn, and there's a large tree that has a door built into it. It's massive. Uh, and you see he like cranks the door open it looks like it was kind of jammed you see that there's a hammock outside and peering into the room you into the the home you see that's you know like a you have to duck a little bit marina doesn't have to but everybody else has to duck a little bit to get in uh because it, it is a little lower ceilings uh but you do see that there is a a thick layer of dust over everything and it appears as though Gerald doesn't go in he that, that he Ger- hasn't been what? into the house this is his Peter, house. Where are you staying? Uh I'm I'm just fine
3: here in my hammock. I I'm okay. But not the inside of your house? No.
0: And are why
3: is that? <laughs> being safe.
2: Uh memories I don't want to relive.
0: Oh. All alone in the moonlight.
2: But it is safe. All the music. sounds, but the I mean, this door floor. hasn't been opened since the event occurred. So if anything got in there, it's beyond me. Can I?
0: Think <laughs> it. I wish I was like a telepath, also, that I could talk to his brain and figure out what's making him so sad. He won't talk about his brother.
4: I mean, he probably just has a lot of internalized trauma given that just objects are now attacking the townsfolk and uh there's like most of the townsfolk are gone. Including people he liked and loved.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I've also going lost a lot into in the house, life. you find that uh you know, it's a smaller home, obviously. He is a dwarf. Uh but do you do find again there is a thick layer of dust on everything. Uh, But there's some like rations and stuff that look like they've been kept in like a little rations box. So there is some food. Uh, But do you find in the bedroom, there are seven beds uh, in one larger bed that's built. But again, everything is covered with a thick layer of dust. He says there should be plenty of room for you guys to find somewhere comfortable to stay. He's shouting from the doorway. He's not going in. And he says uh, there there's some um, rations that should still be good. They they're dwarven rations. They last centuries. Uh, yeah, let me know if you need
3: anything. I'll I'll be right out here. Uh, I have a question, actually. Tell me, you you said the queen, the evil queen. Also, she lives in this forest.
2: Yeah, uh, my thought is that. Well, let me ask you this: What are you doing here? I think we were chasing that messenger. Yeah,
4: that's a that's a big question there, Gerald.
2: It's an evolving question. I mean, it seems that you're not on the side of the mirror master, or master mirror. So, are you here to stop him? Yes, I, we're
0: here to help you. I'm actually a psychologist, and I sit down on a chair. Tell me about your problem. He shuts the door. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, But really, he anime. says,
2: uh, you know, I mean, if you're here, I could use some help, and I, I, I want to save the new queen. She's a good friend of mine, and there's some people I need to get vengeance for. So if you're here to help, I'll take you up on it, And, but I think we may need a little more help than just me and you. And I may know where to find we a certain... Have, we
0: have Marina and Patricia, too. They can help.
2: I may know where to find a certain evil queen. Uh, I guess, you know, deposed queen. But...
0: Is she dangerous, or is she... We have a common enemy,
2: so... I enemy think we, we would mine, have a... Emin- I, I think the enemy of your enemy, enemy would be your friend. All right. But I figured uh, maybe you're looking a little worse for wear uh Smythe was it the guy i tackled and uh maybe we can use a rest and uh maybe set out first thing in the morning can i if that's the case
0: we're about to do a rest can i use one of my die with my telekinetic
2: power just to force all the dust away sure you just send all the dust out the window yeah. 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 You're like, let's it clean it up in here. In a it was yeah, a wave specific. of telekinetic it energy it lifts up all the, the dust and sends it. Thank out you the very
3: window. much. It is um, much appreciated, Mr. Smith.
4: William, I do appreciate it though I do not trust that sort of new ability of yours just yet.
2: It is quite odd. He says I'm uh, not sure
0: I trust it either, but we're taking it day by day. He
2: says, Well, all right. It seems like day by day. Maybe we've got a little day, power in five. you, uh, string beam. And he says, "Well, you guys, uh, rest, and uh, I'll see you in the morning." And he shuts the door.
0: <laughs> I look at I look at my friends and say, "String bean, string bean."
4: Uh, you you two already have nicknames for one another. That's kind of sweet. Um,
0: string bean and Jerry. Uh, can
4: we have a sit oh, at the table? Uh, do we need any sort of like, let's see, what sort of like things? Because there's not a refrigerator. So, like, what is there to drink that is nearby?
2: Uh, there, He has, like, a cask of ale, which wouldn't have gone bad in the, in the time, so.
0: Is there a way that we can test these objects to make sure that they're
2: not? I, you don't have to worry. There is, I mean, you could, like, His smack each safe. object against something and it would fill it with beer and then smash it yeah i mean <laughs> this door you can you're confident this no nothing has been moved in this place when you walk through everything was covered in dust you expect just, anything new yeah so that's yeah. it's just no longer covered in indi- dust
4: because dust. someone removed all the dust so he wouldn't know yeah. if there was an object in there that you know but like he a clean environment. but
2: gerald was confident the door has not been opened since the event occurred
4: yeah though he has well, not let's been let's go lock the doors in, and in the windows though he has well, not been inside in, it, in an indeterminate amount of time
2: but it's the only door to open and he has not opened it so
4: yes because the object couldn't be a key uh
2: fair <laughs> I'm, I'm not fighting you on this if you want to do a, a search each item feel you free. Just go
4: destroy his whole fucking house <laughs> somebody yeah, clean all the dust off and then we just start trashing up. it um well, uh, uh, compatriots, would anyone like a pint? i just start. Ah, Yes, Marina. Continuously drinking all day. No food on her stomach. Only
2: booze. Only booze. Has some rations, but <laughs> doesn't eat them. It's what keeps me going.
0: Yeah. Uh, Every now and then, she just kind of bites off a piece of the mug that she's using. Right. Chomps on the glass, and then that's her sustenance. Mm.
1: Uh,
4: well, friends, I'm... We're in yet another new world with no true idea of what we're doing here or where we're going.
3: Thrown to the wolves, yet again.
4: Yet again, and with a person we likely can trust, though we only met them several hours ago.
3: And he won't step foot inside his own house?
0: Well, I...
3: I, <clears throat> I trust
0: him. I think he's got a troubled past. I feel for him. Uh, don't we all?
3: Yeah, truly.
4: But, I, I, I mean, he was pretty dodgy with the details, as it were. But then again, maybe he doesn't know all that much. But how how is it that he wow. has gone, as he was calling it, unmi- I guess unmirrored as of this point? Because he wasn't a he huntsman, was... and he wasn't laughing over his potato soup.
3: He was pretty handy with that pig is he, a, is he a dwarf?
0: He is a dwarf. Okay, I didn't know if you said that or if I inferred that. No, so I did. is he... Okay, I wonder if he is impervious to uh, the mirror spell. Can we? He is neither object or human. Can
4: I do a, like a perception check of, or is it perception or investigation? Investigation. I'm trying to glean more information about him, perhaps from this home. Sure. Is that perception or uh, investigation? I or would so?
2: investigate. Okay. Just, um,
4: I just want to do like a. I just want to do like a lap around the room. I guess. Yeah, you're just looking at it. Zero to investigation.
3: I rolled a 13, 11 plus two for investigation. I rolled a four. (laughs) And
4: I also keep smacking my glasses against the microphone.
2: Okay. Uh, So exploring the room uh, and exploring the house a little bit, you find, you know, pictures and things of dwarves. Like there's a picture of a dwarf in glasses that's, standing like really proudly in front of the general store they're like drawn paintings and stuff but uh some look like they're made with like a very rudiment camera perhaps there's some like a little workshop area where it seems that one was tinkering uh there's like a really fluffy bed where one probably slept a lot there's like a, a box of like cold medicine marked for uh selling which appears that selling gets like sick a lot uh, but there's just it li- looks like this house was like well lived, and there's a picture of uh, all of them together, and it says the brothers seven, and it's them like in front of a mine with their pickaxes up, and they're smiling, and uh, they're all there together. Uh, I mean, so it, it appears that he it was like a, a like their family home.
4: I mean, compatriots, I, I don't think it's too much of a stretch. We were just in a space, the great library. Down the fairy tale, uh, what was it called? Fairy tale lane, something like lane. that. Lane, lane, and we've stepped inside of a book with seven brother dwarves. I obviously, like, he is one of the seven, the seven dwarves of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, is he not? Is that a? I assume that's a fair assumption.
0: It is, uh, and then I a fair assumption. All the the rose and the magic objects alive. That feels very like an old time's tale tale as old as time
4: but what is it that we're resolving here i mean there's always an evil queen in each of these tales there's always some
0: i think that i think that we are the evil queen is going to be going to help us overthrow this magic mirror man uh and we need to stop him a creation of langmore from destroying this story but we and we don't d- even know destroying all the minds of our children. We don't
4: even know if that's true. If it's if this an, uh, an object of Langbors or it's just an object of this story? We well they, they've they've heard oh they've heard uh, at, at least uh, Gerald has has not mentioned any sort of uh, beast with a uh, beast uh, uh, any sort of beast with a, a a scythe arm. He's only talked about the the evil queen, her daughter and stepdaughter, the daughter of throwing. Uh
0: The mysterious stranger. He talked about the messenger with the glasses, though.
3: Uh, but he did mention the messenger who with the, the glasses. rose? I I
4: don't see that glasses are a, an immediate identifier. Like
3: short brown hair,
0: I, and the same clothing we were wearing—a librarian's it, outfit. That's what. Laymore but don't liked. we know that he?
4: W- weren't we told by Calibri and Fontaine and uh? Other person whose name I don't remember. Uh, weren't we told by all of them that, th- that the various librarians and pages, if having the correct tools, have the ability to step into these stories? So it could literally be anyone that works within the great library.
0: It could the librarians have script faces and writing on their pale skin.
3: And why would Calibri not have a record of what librarians have come to this world?
4: I mean, they didn't seem too put off by the fact that we did not have uh, writing on our bodies and faces.
0: Well, I showed them my tattoo again and said, well, look at my tattoo. That convinced them.
4: That's fair. You do have writing on you. and Marina, did you say you had a tattoo as well? I don't remember.
2: Uh, Patricia, do a history check. A history check. Let Just me. to shed a little light.
4: Uh, history. Another zero modifier. Well, I don't remember because that was a natural two.
2: Ooh. Well, anyone else want to try to get a little insight on this? going to
4: swap out this dice.
2: Well, I got a four, so no one remembers anything.
0: Everyone's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, history. Um,
3: that is...
2: Don't you have like a plus 12 to 16. history, Marina? A 16? Marina, you remember that uh, Calbri mentioned that librarians would only use uh, would only use the tools in the most dire of situations, that it'd be highly unlikely that a librarian would use a tool to alter a story unless it was the most dire of scenarios.
0: And this is what they have said. <laughs> well, I feel like this story's been altered because an old woman gave the rose to the castle in Beauty and the Beast. Do we know, like, can we reference that as a that Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's a, it's a
2: Grimm's fairy tale. It's a Grimm's fairy tale.
4: Yeah, but in that story, it was an old woman trying to seek refuge in the castle of a young boy. That Prince Adam was like 12 at the time when he sent the woman away.
0: Yeah, but this person was welcomed into the castle during a wedding feast and has now apparently cursed the castle. I don't know what to say. I just sit down.
4: And who is this master mirror individual? Like are, are they the same person that uh just in some sort of disguise that brought forth that original rose? Or are they two completely indivi- uh, independent individuals operating within this world?
3: Is this Master Mirror character Langmore?
4: I mean, I think that's a fair assumption.
3: Putting that
0: he up does not the fit universe. the same
3: description, but he has changed before. He is a sneaky, sneaky man.
4: Um, can we see anything? For, uh, we're in the center of like the woods, aren't we?
2: Let me give you one more little clip into the world. From your history, from your investigating the house, Uh, you do see one, like, picture that is, like, crumpled in in a rucksack. It looks like the most recent object that was, like, thrown into the house before the house was shut and, like, closed for good. And it looks like, you know, there's some... Gold? Clothes, like, uh, it looks like it was maybe Gerald's rucksack from his, like...
3: Diamonds?
2: Uh, whatever you find his Gerald's rucksack. Uh, and there is a photo using this like old timey, some newfangled camera that was taken that they'd invented. Uh, and it is of a beautiful queen with snow white skin, uh, dressed in a beautiful gown standing in all the dwarves are in their finest attire standing in front of a throne along with a prince. Uh, and in the background you see hanging from the wall, a mirror with a face in it.
0: <gasps> That's the magic mirror.
4: Wait, there's a prince? Excuse me? Was that, uh, is that mirror. to imply it's Snow White's like son? Prince?
0: Or
2: it's there's Snow another... No, Snow, the future king. Sorry. Uh, the princess and prince. Well,
0: she was the queen. He doesn't necessarily become the king.
2: Yeah, so the king.
0: Well, he's okay, not a queen. Sorry. It's at yeah. their wedding
2: day. It's at their wedding day. This photo at their wedding day. And in the background, you see, like, you know, the retinue of people, and hanging is the classic magic mirror.
4: Sorry, I just see Adam lifting up nine fingers. Eight fingers, excuse me. Um, So, in this, it's an old wedding photo of the prince person marrying... Snow White, allegedly, with these seven dwarves in their finest attire. In the background, we see a mirror. Is there a face within this mirror? Is it the mirror-mirror on the mirror wall?
2: Is in this mirror. Yeah, it's yes. a face. You, yeah, it looks you like can infer mirror. that it is the mirror-mirror on the wall.
4: Well, Gerald said he could get us into contact with this queen. It looks
0: like this is our Snow White. And maybe Langmore has taken... An element of the other story. Into this story. And now that's what's destroying it. He's brought the rose. From the Grimm's fairy tale. Beauty and the Beast. And now the magic mirror man. Has become alive. And is controlling. All the other objects that are now. Sentient. Ish.
4: He's doing a fairy tale mashup.
0: He's doing. Yeah a little. Snow White and the Beast. Beauty and the...
3: A remix, if you will.
0: <laughs> Beauty and the White. Well,
4: what what is our plans for tomorrow? What do we tell Gerald?
3: We are off to find a queen who hopefully can help us in a way that
0: Gerald cannot. I'm all Gerald for it. She knows, she knows the ins and the outs of this castle, so she can maybe get us through back into it. Uh, we definitely can offer our protection. I think that we, together... Are about as strong as Gerald.
4: Sure. And, well, welcome, Pentreds. We better rest up, because if we're going to meet royalty tomorrow, we best have our beauty sleep.
0: I have already started trying to dab blood off of my
2: face, because I've taken some damage. Yeah, you're beat up. Uh, So you guys take a long rest, uh, so you can... Does, re- does long rest restore? restores all your hit points, all your psych, die, all your spell slots, everything gets restored. Um, so you take a long rest, uh, the sun, like, creeps in in the morning, uh, Gerald taps against the door with his pickaxe and says, hey, uh, let me know when you're ready to head out, uh, and, uh, I'll lead the way. Um, I'm going to tuck the photograph
4: into my duster, the wedding photograph. Sure.
2: Put that in my, uh... What inventory? It turns into a giant spider. And <laughs> 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 gotcha! <laughs> Damn it! No, <laughs> no, it uh, it, it's fine. Okay, uh, so you guys head out. Uh,
0: yeah. Are we? We all the pictures in there were some of them. Can we infer that they were one of his brothers? Uh,
2: they were all. they, they were brothers. all brothers. Is what you can infer. They were all brothers. Yeah, yeah. that's really sad.
0: RIP. Well, well, well
2: maybe, maybe not. Maybe not, not. RIP. TBD. TBD. Uh, so yeah. he says uh, RIP TBD. And he says, so the information I have uh, tells me that the queen is the evil queen uh, is gotten maybe into some trouble with some pixies uh, in the speckled forest. A question, Patricia? You don't have to raise your hand.
4: <laughs> Sorry, force of habit. Um... <laughs> I don't know if I'm asking Gerald or Harrison, but um, the Evil Queen is like Snow White, the Evil Queen, or is Snow White, the stepdaughter who overthrew the Evil Queen.
0: She's uh, the one that's been taken says, by the magic he mirror. He says Man.
2: Snow White would never hurt the hair on anyone. She's a she's a saint. She's the <gasps> kindest woman I've ever met. That that mother of hers was a trash fire and waiting to happen and it's a good thing she was thrown off that throne because she's a dangerous woman and she tried to poison her and how dare you ever think anything wrong about snow white.
4: Oh uh, so snow white <sighs> is a ste- snow white is a stepdaughter.
2: Yes. Thank God he didn't come she didn't come from that monster.
4: Okay, I'm so I'm sorry if I call if I was called for any offense.
2: No, it's fine. Who, so who is Suspense? so who are we
0: going to help? Who are we going to find now? The evil queen. Unfortunately,
2: Fortunately, getting into the okay the castle is not going to be a simple feat. If you are interested in helping me, I think if we can get to the castle and stop this mirror master, we we can end this. We can save the people that were mirrored. We can save. And he kind of holds himself back from continuing the sentence. He says, everyone, everybody.
3: It would seem that perhaps our paths may coincide here. Well, that sounds like a
2: plan to me. Uh, I, it's an easy walk through the speckled forest to the pixies' home, but just be warned, the pixies are known to be tricky. Uh, so, are we good to go? <sighs> I'm ready.
0: And I hold up my Melorfa Metal sword. 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 <laughs> That's a short sword. Do we need to be on the ready? Uh, 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 just ready for... what? I, I
2: don't know how much weapons will do. It's more tricks. Just be don't believe anything and you I, see, but that's the best I can I do. never
3: do. I never do.
2: I pop it back into just a bracelet. I don't have a sword. <laughs> uh, so he leads the way. Um, you go through a series of paths down this speckled forest. There's nice sunlight coming in. There's some birds chirping. It's a pleasant day uh you kind of walk down a bit of a gravel slope uh and it leads into kind of this about you walk down like a decline into kind of like a small valley where it's about the walls are about eight feet around you uh and in the center there's a large stone structure that's like uh, eight feet tall itself uh the there's bushes and like vegetation, but it's just kind of this interesting area. But at the other side of it, uh, it's a circular area, but at the other side, there is a cave. Uh, and he says, uh, he says the pixies are in there. Uh, let's get in there. I mean, it doesn't appear that she's out here, so she must be inside the cave.
4: It's just an eight foot tall tower.
2: Uh, it's not a tower. It's just like a natural rock. It's just a boulder. Like a oh. eight-foot boulder.
4: That is a nice boulder. So, Gerald, we're, we're heading into the cave.
2: And he says, all right, just keep your wits about you. In the pixie hovel, uh, the rocks glow with, like, a faint fluorescent moss, and small lights twinkle in and out of existence in the air. As you press further, a thick mist begins to build and billow. Soon, you can barely see the person in front of you. Soon, the rock walls themselves seem unreachable, and fog fills every inch of your vision. In a voice, like, echoes through the cave, but speaks directly in your mind. And you hear it say,
1: To come and speak with pixie kind, the truest path you must divine.
2: And it echoes through your ears.
1: And it says, Pass our trial with wisdom and wit, or in the fog you will forever sit.
2: Uh, and as, like, the fog really sets in around each of you, separating you from each other, you barely hear y- Gerald yelling, You have to dispel it! Dispel their illusions! And then his voice is lost so we're going into a puzzle this is a puzzle i made up uh this fog is magical fog um and you're going to come have to come up with some rhymes so how it's going to work is we're going you have to get through three rounds of the puzzle Uh, we're going to roll initiative each time to see who has to present their riddle first or their rhyme first uh but for an example uh, one element could be suddenly the fog becomes a swarm of spiders that start encroaching on you. Black beady eyes dripping with f- and with dripping fangs and hairy thorax skitter towards you in a wave. Uh, so you may come up with spiders, spiders, in my way, disappear and fade away. And that's enough, and they'll just fade away. But you need to come up with something. So after we roll initiative, you'll roll another d20 that will determine what your obstacle is, and everyone will be given one minute to work on their rhyme uh there's like a little couplet yep just that as simple as pass our trial with wisdom and wit or in the fog forever you will sit done uh so everyone will have a minute to work on theirs then we'll go down initiative order for who presents so if you get the you want a lower initiative to go last so you have the (laughs) most time uh i will be doing it for gerald as well So we're going to be doing that. And then if you don't have something ready, you can attempt a wisdom check to get another minute, or you have to take 1d6 plus 2 psychic damage for if you fail. If you fail your check. But if you succeed, you'll still get the time even if you fail your check, but you'll take damage. Does that make sense? Yeah. Any questions?
4: Uh, Are we adding anything to these rolls, or is it straight d20? uh,
2: Just your initiative check is adding your oh, dexterity, but then uh, everything else is just straight 20.
4: That's a 17 for Patricia.
2: Okay. I rolled a 12.
0: One! Oh,
2: smite so gets to go last. And then a 12. <laughs> yeah, it's better to go be bad. Uh, and no, now I everyone... Crit. Well,
0: I'm glad it was a crit fail on that. Everyone roll me
2: one more d20, <laughs> so you find out... And this is adding nothing, just a flat d20. Three. Eighteen. Sixteen for Patricia. And what is that? So that is going to be what you see in the fog. And that's what you have to base your your rhyme off. You have to base your rhyme off dispelling the thing you see. So
0: Our subject matter.
2: Unfortunately, there are two that I put in here that Gerald cannot pass. Uh, He mentally can't handle it. So Gerald is already incapacitated. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. All you hear is like through the thick of the fog, you hear like a and then just so you can't hear you Gerald has gone down already well that makes my job easier so I don't have to come up with anything uh, but we'll start with Patricia so Patricia what you see uh, you see a mirror form on the wall and it is you but with mirrored eyes your eyes have turned into those mirrors and the person is reaching out for your neck like reaching from the mirror marina you see an you're another mirror shockingly uh and it is you but you're like an ancient crone even older than you currently are (laughs) you're like barely holding it together and uh actually we'll say instead you see your nikolai and he's very frail and sick and old and he's like passing away but an aged like significantly aged person uh and it's just like making you feel sad uh, and then Smythe, use this fog around you turns into green, twisting, thorny vines that start climbing up your legs and like trying to strangle you. All right, so I'm going to start the timer right now.
4: I'm just going to put in some uh, a quick fade away and then re-entry into
2: this. Yeah, it's it's going to be a there's going to be some editing to this section. All right, time is up. Patricia, Patricia, you're up first.
4: Uh, okay, yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, A dance with each other is always a treat, but a dance by myself cannot be beat. And I like punch and smash the glass. I don't know.
2: Okay. No, that's fair. Okay. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, you mentioned that there were two of you, so that's good, and I'll give you that. So you punch and the fog fades away. Uh, it's still there, but you're piercing through it. You're getting through it. I don't think it's a punch.
4: Dissipated. I think it's just like a, a, a pose or something. Just like Throwing her hands up or whatever, <laughs> a sparkle. A, yeah, a shim- hands. Yeah, a shimmer through the uh, through the smoke.
2: All right, Marina, you see your Nikolai's uh, or however you want to see the reflection of L- age. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I say, Nikolai, my sweet, sweet child, remain is young. You're not old. Calm my mind. Keep it mild. Leave me with a pile of gold. <laughs>
2: I didn't know where the rhymes were going to be. But no, uh, child, mild, old, and gold. They don't leave you a pile of gold. But I will give you that that's enough to dispel it. How do you dispel? Like, what motion do you do? Um.
3: You know, I, I end expectantly, like, leave me with a pile of gold in my hands outstretched like gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and nothing is left, but the fog dissipates a bit. All
2: right, Smythe, last of us. What you got? I push my hands down
0: like this and, like, shimmy my shoulder, and I say, let go of my legs, you twisty vines. I don't have time to be entwined.
2: All right. <laughs> and as you shimmy, the vines dust away into fog, and it has dissipated a bit. All right, give me t- another de- Another uh, D20 roll.
4: Oh, we have to do a lot of these. Uh.
2: Oh, yeah. You got to do a couple. <laughs> Six. Where's my? 12 full Patricia. One. God damn it, guys. <laughs> okay. And then one uh, One more. We'll just use the same one for your the thing that happens, too. Patricia, your room begins to fill with water. Like, the fog around you starts turning to water, and there's it's like a barrier. Like, you're being trapped. Smythe. It, the the fog around you starts to descend down on you, and you see that's turning into like green acid, like poisonous smoke is descending down on you. Poisonous acid smoke, and then Marina, uh, the fog turns into a giant bear, <laughs> and it's growling at you. Time has started. All right, time's up. All right, Patricia, you're up first. Um.
4: She starts, like, bobbing up and down or whatever. Is it, like, a wall of water, or is she within water? No, it's like you're in the water.
2: You're starting to float a little bit, yeah, running out of air.
4: I am reminded of a role I played. With that comfort, I am not dismayed. Surrounded by the stage of water, I once conquered the waves as Poseidon's daughter, and I like burst forth like Ariel, which it comes out <laughs> of the thing. I know it wasn't. I was King Triton and not Poseidon, but
2: like it was good though. I like it. Well done. Uh, the water as you burst forth, the water turns to fog and disperses again. There's a ra- uh, There's you, a rainbow behind me. Some and singles. you land down on the ground safe. Uh, Smythe, you're up next. Uh, the cloud of acid is descending upon you. And I start doing
0: like a little soft shoe tap dance and like flipping <laughs> my hands forward. And I say, acid fog around us is swarming. Talk about your global warming. Away you smoke, you evil grin, so we at last can breathe again.
2: Yes! And then I do the last part. <laughs> I, do, I do trenches, <laughs> and then I stop. <laughs> oh, lovely. Great job. And the fog fades even more. Uh, Marina, the bear looms over you with its big claws.
3: <clears throat> and I say, hey, giant bear go over there and i point <laughs> out the door
4: <laughs>
3: and it
2: turns to dust <laughs> i mean it it rhymes i was Got waiting him. for
4: i was waiting for some like russian bear like uh comment or gotcha. something
2: <laughs> you russian bear
4: <laughs> but
2: uh, okay so there is one it is the fog is barely present but it is still pressing in on you so give me one more roll and that's it all right, 15. 15, okay. 11 for Patricia. Four. Eleven. Four. Okay, so we'll go with the 15. Oh, Smythe, uh, it just, the fog suddenly turns to pitch black and the in- darkness just starts closing in on you, like a suffocating darkness. Uh, Patricia, uh, the room, the f- fog catches flame and fire starts like moving in on you. So the room has caught fire. Uh, and then Marina uh the fog turns into a pack of hungry wolves that are eyeing you from the edge all right time has started all right that's time okay so Smythe, the darkness is closing in on you thick black clouds of shadow i just sit down and
0: i put my hands together and I close my eyes and I say, darkness, darkness all around. Where's the sky? Where's the ground? Close your eyes. Use your senses. Tighten your mind. Raise your defenses. It's just an illusion in your mind. Know that and salvation you'll find. And then I open my eyes again.
2: And the fog fades completely and you're back in the cave. Woo! Um, Patricia.
4: As I dance amongst the fire and flame, I'll utilize my stature and fame. Sending this back to cinder and smoke, we will overcome these pixie
2: folk. Uh, you do. Anyth- you say that out, and it, <laughs> the flames dust away, and the fog fades. And you see Smythe
3: standing out of the fog. She uh, just Marina. shrugs a lot. I, <laughs> um, I say, Oh, what a treat. It just can't be beat. A fresh, humongous, massive pile of meat. You're gonna eat the wolves. Uh, <laughs> the wolves,
2: like hurr, hurr, and run off for, away from you, and the fog fades away. And Marina's what? left licking Wouldn't they be hungry? They'd
3: be like, mmm, delicious. Uh,
2: but you notice that crouched, like all of you, like realized you had been sitting like cross-legged, uh, and you stand up. But you notice that there's still a dome of fog, and Gerald hasn't dispelled his fog.
4: He he needs our help. Uh, Yeah, compatriots, uh, gather hands.
3: Circle Uh, around around him.
2: Uh, And you peer into his fog, and you see that he is standing, uh, his pickaxe is covered in blood, and he's staring over all of his, there's six dead dwarves around him, and their eyes are mirrored, and they're covered in blood, (gasps) and he's just shaking violently. Jesus Uh, Christ. But he can't break his connection. Um...
0: So do we need to try and rhyme away his? If you can fears? rhyme away his
2: fears,
4: can we each do can... two like a couplet? Uh, uh, I I got the last two if you'll if
0: you'll allow it. The death around you is not real. Look inside, you know what you feel. Uh, Marina, a nice look at Marina. Uh,
2: we'll say it. It wa- It wavers. It's it starts to flicker out and he kind of starts to see normalcy again. Marina's doing a long lean back, a thinking lean.
4: Do you want me to go?
2: Zach, you go. Okay. Maybe I'll have uh, to the end of this.
4: As we encircle you with our hands in fusion, know that these things you see are just an illusion.
2: Uh, it ripples again. The fog is barely, the, a couple of the brothers vanish and he kind of starts to get a sense of himself, um, I
3: say. Your friends are alive. Don't climb inside a beehive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna give it to you. Uh, it fades away, uh, and the dust fades. A couple bees fly out and turn to smoke. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, you see, his face is covered in tears. He's like, oh. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, I'm, uh, Can I
0: offer him
3: the sleeve of my robe?
2: No, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. He says it's, in, he, uh,
3: it's important to share your emotions.
2: It's uh, these pixies. Fuck. Uh, it's okay. We're gonna save everyone. It's gonna be fine. It's going and to he, be uh, fine. We pat him. He on looks the down back. at his pickaxe and his hands shaking a little, and he's like, um, "It's okay." Uh, let's. Let's go, I guess. Uh, So as the spectral fog fades, you see a tiny ball of light descend from the cave ceiling, and a voice says in your head, and it says,
1: You have passed our trial, so never fear. Your path forward will be safe and clear.
2: A second ball floats down and says,
1: What brings you here to our quiet cove? What may the pixies do for this band that roves?
3: Uh, We are looking for a queen. Who is supposed to be here?
2: Uh, one of them We're looking for an evil queen. One chimes up and says, can help.
1: The one you seek is here, it's true, but why should we give our prisoner to you? Ooh.
0: Because we outwitted your trials, and that was the point we thought. The dark one came with ill
1: intent. Trapped in our fog is where she went.
4: The dark one? She is The queen is the dark one?
3: They seem to like bounce in... Agreement, yeah. But but you understand there is a worse problem happening out here that we need to solve.
4: The enemy of the of my enemy is my friend. We need to have her released to free this land.
2: The two kind of spin. The two pick. The <laughs> they're like spin didn't together, really kind of thinking, a
4: slant rhyme thinking, there. Oh, and you and see,
2: a, like ahead of you, like a wall fades away, and you see a fog dome with a an outline of a shape that's cross-legged and they say
1: take her with you if you must but allies of hers we will not trust
2: and they vanish and the fog starts to fade away as you can make out the appearance of a woman under the fog and that's where we'll end our session
0: Okay. Ha! You heard the tale, and now who knows where next our hero's path will go? Come next week, and you'll know. With Dev Redboard, Zach Reblay, there's Adam Dunn and Andrew Forsythe too. That's me, Harrison Redboard. He's the DM. See y'all next week, and don't forget to like, subscribe, review, review,
1: review quantum dungeon, dungeon.